You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, everybody else. How are you? This is Mark the Shark from New York with Bite of Reality, the show that pulls no punches, the show that gives you the facts, the reality of the situation. Forget about the hype. And then we'll discuss it. But you know what? I want you to use your brains. Think about what I'm telling you. Because unlike the rest of the United States, I want you to use your brains. I want you to think about what's going on in America. You know, I had intended to discuss a little bit today about the Constitution. Uh, Dave and I, our great co-host Dave, Dave Moxley, station owner, he, we would, he asked me to look at and kind of apply the Constitution of the United States to the current situation of America. And that is going to require 100 years of work. So I told them I'd have to do it next week. But what I wanted to talk about a little bit today and start off with is what do you do when your government has a vacuum of integrity and a vacuum of truth when the government begins to lack integrity, fails to tell you the truth, fails to pass the test of trust, and the truth, justice, and reality. You're saying, okay, that's a lot of words, but what does that mean? Well, let's look at it. Used to be a time in this country when you could tell when someone was lying to you. You could look them in the eye. You could look at that person. You could see what they were doing with their hands, with their body language. You know, the whole science of body language comes into play. And then we developed television. And television came about, and it changed things. And how did it change things? Well, some say it altered reality. Some say it augmented reality. Some say it was a blessing, and some say it was a curse. But the way you look at television today was based on what was occurring in the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. When... At that point in time, I don't believe media actually understood their role to be that to wag the dog, as we say. The tail doesn't wag the dog, the dog wags the tail. So coming back to looking at the role of media in America today, unfortunately, and I say that with all due respect, unfortunately, the media today is now the political party of today. It is no longer the media of yesteryear when you tuned in at 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock and got the news of the day, not the opinion. And guess what the news of the day contains? It contains certain things called facts. Facts based on a reality. Well, some people say, well, what is reality? Reality is something where if you take 10 people and put them in a room and show them something, 10 people see the same thing. That's not what's happening today. What's happening today is a very closely knit group of high-end people, elites as they call them now, are running this country. If anyone thinks that the government is running the country, guess again, folks. It has gone beyond your wildest nightmare, not your wildest dreams. Truth, justice, and reality were all related. They were all brothers. They came together. You expect the truth from somebody. And that truth, when it was told, was the reality of what you were living in. You looked in your, your closet, you saw what you bought. You looked in your grocery store, you saw what you were buying. 
people are telling you today the prices are going down, our economy is roaring back. I'm sorry, has anyone gone to the grocery store lately? I know the elites don't shop for themselves. Nancy Pelosi probably doesn't even know where her grocery store is with her $20 pints of ice cream. But the rest of us Americans live in America. Now, you got to ask yourself, how did 585 people control 350 million? Now, listen to that again. How does 585 people in America control 350 million? They're not using the military. They're not using mind control. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's get back to that for a second. They haven't injected us with anything to make us follow them. So what are we doing? We're listening to the people who we believe that we put our trust in. Remember I talked about the the test of trust? We put trust in these people. When they get on the air, we turn on our televisions, and we expect them to tell us the truth. We really, we understand that there are opinion programs. We understand that. But when we turn to the news, that's what we expect to see. And we're not seeing that anymore. This country has gone goodbye. It's over. And what do I say? I say, it's time to start back the other way. You know, America is cyclical. We lived under a king. Then we decided to revolt. Now we're back under a king. Now, there's an interesting format here. What happened is, in the 2016 elections, I know I'm bringing back bad memories. In the 2016 elections, they were doing everything they possibly could to tell you that what you were seeing, that little old lady who had the corruption gene in her since she was a little kid, I'm sure, she was the one who put everything together. It was a mastermind, a group of people who told you what your reality should be. Now, we had been goaded into this. So what was going on in America back then? Well, you took the news, and they figured out that they could tell you exactly what was going on, and if one person said it, it was a rumor. But if the 10 outlets that you get your information from say it, guess what? You all began to believe what they were saying. What they were telling you is the altered reality, what they wanted you to believe. Now, when they did that, we fell for it, every one of us, okay? But what we're seeing now is everything they told us, and what I'm referring to, if you haven't gotten a clue yet, you don't buy a newspaper, you don't look at the news, you have no idea what's going on. You go to work seven days a week. You wake up, you go to work, you come home, you go to sleep. If you were in that bubble, okay, they took the reality that was occurring and changed it. And how did they do that? Well, here comes, and I know people are going to go, why are you going back to Donald Trump? Well, because that's where the genesis of this whole thing started. They found somebody that they could go after. And they found somebody when they went after him that people were beginning to believe it. So you had people like Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton. They all conjured up this little 
kind of their own ball of reality. It, it boldly lied, in essence. When the truth becomes a lie and the lie becomes the truth, what happens? Well, guess what? You get misled. And unfortunately, at the time you get misled, you're unaware of it. So, but Americans trusted the media. They trusted their people who were speaking to them. They trusted the stations that were on 24-7 news channels. That trust has been misplaced, folks. There's no longer a trust in media. And any of you out there who think that you should trust this media, you should trust in the Biden administration, too, because that's the same path. Lead down the path to the water, get eaten by the alligators. Go ahead. Go for it. Okay? If you want to be that dumb in America, the idiocracy, let them lead you. Because we need to step up. You know, we were all taught to think for ourselves back in the day. When I went to school, they didn't tell you how to think. They taught you how to think. Today, they tell you what you are to think. This is a dangerous thing. And why is it dangerous? This is what dictatorships, this is what the mainland China folks do. This is what North Korea does. And if you step out of line, they can you. They cancel you. They take you out of circulation so you cannot, by and large, infect other people with thinking. Because how do you get people who can think to follow you? Guess what? It's almost impossible. Because if you truly think about it, you're going to listen to them. And if you're smart in thinking, you're going to listen and say, well, wait a second, that doesn't make any sense. So now... What's going on in America today? You've got to ask yourself, why is the government lying to you? Well, why did they lie to you in 2016? Because they were afraid that some guy would come on board and shake up the old boys club, or politically correct, which I am usually not, the old club. And why was that important? This was America saying, you know what, I've had enough of it. I've had enough of what's going on in Washington. I see a senator makes one hundred and ten, one hundred and forty thousand dollars a year. They get on board. Somehow or another, in two years, they're millionaires. It's not book deals. It's political lobbyists. You know what? And and the the premier kind of the role model here would be Joseph Biden. And why do I say that? Well. There's some new stuff coming out now on Hunter Biden. But I want to focus on the track that I was taking here. So in 2016, they told you all these lies about Donald Trump. Russian agent, Russian alliance. He's involved with Russia. He's a Russian puppet. You had Adam Schiff, a sitting senator, came out and said, I have evidence. He's the chairman of the Intel Committee. He has evidence. He lied to you, the American people, to make you believe that he had something that you couldn't see because you didn't have classification, you didn't have clearance. You couldn't see it, but he's seen it. Guess what? He didn't have Jack. And you know who said that? Not a political party, well, a slightly political partisan person, but the Mueller report. When the Mueller report came out, I don't know how many of you read it, 
it was pretty much a disaster waiting to happen. This was the most political agent that you could find to do this report. And yet, somehow or another, they couldn't find anything. And I'm telling you, they looked under every single rock they could possibly turn over. And every person, thousands of subpoenas, hundreds of people investigating, and they found nothing. There was no collusion. You know what the collusion was? The collusion was the plot. The collusion was, how do you tell the American people something and make them believe it, that it's not true? Getting back to the original point, truth and justice were related at some point. They are no longer related. They aren't even distant cousins. Because if you're not telling me the truth, there is no justice. And you're seeing that today more and more. You know, last week I talked about, are we worth the sacrifice? Are we worth saving? Is America worth saving? You know, I have a flag outside my house, and I fly it every single day. And it has a light on the entire night. Because that's what I am proud of. I am proud of this country. I am darn proud of what this country has done. This is the shining star a light in the sky that everyone else looks up to. This is not some racist conglomerate. This is not some racial divide. These people in these American states, they came together and they formed a more perfect union. Not the perfect union, but a more perfect union. And they understood what it was to become a country. Now, you don't teach that for generations and generations and you teach people to hate the country they're living in, and you get people like Ilhan Omar, those people rise to power. And Rashida Tlaib, those people rise to power. Is that the people you want running this country? i got to tell you, we have to get our butts in gear as Americans. We work hard. We do the right thing. We've always done the right thing. We're always there, the first guy's in and the last guy's out. But this nation needs to change direction seriously. It is time for this nation to turn. We are eating ourselves alive. We are eating ourselves to death. America is dying. They talk about COVID-19 deaths. Well, guess what? America is dying. And some people in this country are pushing us towards that deathbed. They are pushing us further and further away from the justice and peace and tranquility of America. There are people in this country every single day that push us towards a divide. They want to destroy America so they can rebuild it in their own image. But just ask them, what image is it? So now we have this government who we can no longer trust. And a media machine who lies, who incorporates lies, who tells us things that are not even close to the truth. Remember about the Russian collusion, the Russian collusion, and the Russian collusion. We all began to think, hey, you know, maybe Trump's an agent. Why would they all say it? Why would they all say it? Why? Because it's a conspiracy. Yeah, I know. I know that word is horrible. Conspiracy. It's like if one other person says to me, I want to reimagine something, I'm going to throw up in their face. Reimagining something doesn't mean changing it for the worse. Reimagining something doesn't mean destroying it and then trying to figure out how to build something new. That's just stupid. 
That's stupid people doing stupid things. You know, you got to look at places like Minnesota, okay? Leading the nation in intelligence lack. The intelligent quotient of their elected officials there, if it were gunpowder, it wouldn't be enough to power a cap. I know you can't talk about guns, but yes, cap guns, remember when we had them as kids? Yeah, we didn't run around shooting everybody when we became teenagers. Sorry, liberals, it doesn't happen. This is another thing that people do. It's the gateway, okay? The gateway to what? This is insanity. This is the gateway to a government that is out of control. This is, a, I would take you back to when the revolution began. And you looked at things and you said, well, you know, things were going okay. No, they weren't. But they were telling people things were going okay. They were telling people everything was fine. But the people thought for themselves back then. They didn't rely on a news team telling them 24-7 that reality wasn't a reality. Okay? And, you know, Dave, I haven't even touched on it yet, and I meant to do that up front. I wanted to talk about the border again. And, you know, this feeds right back into the reality. And when does your government lying to you become a problem? When do the people turn around and say, wait a second, they're lying to us? You know, or do you continue to get your news from the same stupid outlets? You know, I watch CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC. I watch Fox News. I watch the news programs, and then I watch some of their opinion programs. Or, as far as CNN, sometimes, yes, I admit, I have to turn it off because it just makes me furious. And I begin to yell at the television screen. Unfortunately, we don't have mics on this side to yell at them, because I would. But the problem in this country now is that people are not thinking for themselves. You know, the, the concept of putting a left turn signal at a, an intersection and putting stop signs at every intersection in an area doesn't make much sense to me. You know, are you, are you telling people you're too stupid to know when to stop at an intersection? Are you telling people you're too stupid to make a left turn? When you're driving, well, then guess what? Don't give them a license if they're too stupid. You know, we don't raise the bar anymore. When I went to school, they raised the bar. They had advanced placement courses. They had advanced everything courses. They had all these things where you could excel at. Today, we're turning around and we're saying, you know what? You're just an idiot, and we like you that way. So let's dumb everything down. Let's take out the advanced placement courses for the bright students. Because you know what? It makes them feel bad, the stupid kids. You know what? No kid is stupid. I'll tell you who's stupid. The teachers who are teaching them. If a teacher can't get a student motivated, there's something wrong with that teacher. My father, who was, in my eyes, probably one of the greatest human beings around, okay? He was a teacher for almost 36 years, I believe it was. And he always said one thing. If you got hit by a teacher, there was probably a reason for it. If I were to come home and said, Dad, my shop teacher hit me in the head. He whacked me behind that. What were you doing that made him hit you? Well, uh, you know, I was using the plastic injector, you know, to do something stupid. Okay, bam. Did you learn your lesson? He didn't say, let's call up the teachers. Let's get a conference going. Hey, we should that school. No. He said, stop being an idiot, Mark. Stop being an idiot. 
Let's take and a break. Where is that control anymore? We talk about things in this country, and we don't do anything. You know, I, I watched a, a news Mark, conference need the to break. other day. I, can, I think you're trying to say something, Dave, but I can't hear you. We need to take a break. Ah, okay. Let's go to break then. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon again. Mark Deshark here on Bite of Reality. So Dave and I were discussing during the break that America, getting back to what I had said earlier, is America isn't stupid. We've been made stupid. You know... Years ago, you were encouraged to find it out for yourself. Do it on your own. You're not going to figure it out until you make your own mistakes. But you can't let people direct you to be an idiot. At some point, you have to sit up and say, wait a second, this doesn't make any sense. The brain, the human brain, is an amazing instrumentality. It is the most amazing computer It can figure things out, it learns, it remembers, and certain administrations want to take all of that away from you. They don't want you to think, they don't want you to learn, they want to tell you what you need to know. You know, it's like almost when you used to take that organic chemistry test. You didn't understand any of that stuff, at least I didn't, but they wanted you to spit it back. They wanted you to tell them the formula. Now, that may not be the most important thing in your life, but at the time it was. So you spit back the information. And that's exactly what's going on now. You see it every single day. So when I was talking about trusting government, justice and reality, how can you trust this government? What is this government doing? Okay, let's look at some of the things that our government has done. And I mentioned earlier you had people like Adam Schiff. I have the evidence. No, you don't. You're lying through your teeth. And then you have Jerry Nadler, whose famous comment was, um, what was it? (laughs) God, he said so many famous things that I I can't even begin 
that Antifa was just a made-up thing. It doesn't exist. Now, I'm pretty sure that the people who had billions of dollars of damage to their property and their businesses burned down and the looting, I'm pretty sure they would think the people running around with the Antifa flag and the Antifa headbands and Antifa jackets, they might have a different opinion. And probably, you know what, it's not even an opinion. It's a fact. You know, I, I, I'll throw this in now because I remembered it and I had written it down earlier this week and can't find my little sticky note problem here. But I saw something very, very disturbing this week in New York. And for those of you who are not familiar with New York and its idiot governor, I'll, I'll give you a little example. This is... You know, a governor who believes that hands-on governing is a different thing than what it's supposed to be. He had his hands on every butt and every boob that he could of his female employees. But that's just an allegation because the investigation's not ongoing. Oh, wait, did I say ongoing or ongoing not? Yes. So there you have Mayor de Blasio, genius that he is. I'm still trying to figure out with the $800,000 that his wife got paid for something which somebody doesn't know about and no one else has been able to quantify or qualify. But he put into effect one of these COVID restrictions. Okay, Now, businesses in the city are dying. Restaurants in the city are dying. So now, venues in the city are dying. And what does he do? He says... You need to have your vaccination passport. May I have your papers, please? You know, brings you back to a time somewhere in Germany where you now have to produce your papers to gain entrance into something. But, you see, that created a problem. And why did that create a problem? Because remember the narrative is originally the Biden administration, the, the fallacy that they were telling you, or I'll call it the alternate universe, was Bubba and his busload in the pickup truck weren't getting vaccinated. And they were in the backwoods of West Virginia. And those were the people who weren't getting vaccinated. And, oh, my God, I heard every news station was yelling about Bubba and the boys not getting vaccinated. It's the unintelligent. It's the white Trump supporters. It's the white supremacists. They're not getting vaccinated. So now they kind of shifted gears here. Now, it seems that it may not be Bubba and the boys who's not getting vaccinated. So who is it now? Now, it may be minorities. It may be African-Americans. It may be Hispanics. And why is that? Oh, guess what? Because they don't trust your government. They don't trust their government. They don't trust the current government. So rather than be intelligent about this, what a real governing force would do is to put that information out there to put that information out there and advise people take a look at the information we have here let's fully disclose this let's give it to you and say hey now you can make up your mind but instead what do they do they go back to their closed little doors and they go into their little meetings and they go into their little rooms and they come out and they say 20 minutes later, well, we've looked at the 60 billion pages worth of documents, and guess what? Everybody take a vaccination. Listen, and I told you this last week. I've been vaccinated. I made a decision based on my circumstances because I had information 
that not anybody gave to me that I had to go dig up. You know, and just an aside, Dave, I'll tell you this, folks. I'm pretty sure the CDC should get their heads out of their butts, okay? When I went on the CDC website to find out information about this, you know what I found? You know what their big focus on? This is your government at work. You know what they did? They want to tell me that the vaccine doesn't make me magnetic. Yes, hold on. Yes, that's exactly what I said. The CDC website says the vaccine doesn't make you magnetic. And you know what their second giant point was? There are no tracking microchips in the vaccine. I'm sitting there and I'm going, I'm trying to find serious information, data. I don't need opinion from somebody who I don't believe because they're from the government. The same people that told you thallium was effective and safe in the 50s. But I wanted the data. I wanted to see for myself what was going on. And I might now not trust that data, but at least it's in front of me, and I'll get it from different sources. But when your government is focusing on telling people if you take the vaccine, you won't be magnetic and you won't have a microchip in you, what's the first thing people are thinking? Holy crap, this is going to make me magnetic, and they're probably putting a tracker in me. When somebody tells you, I didn't do it, I'm not, you know, doth thou protest too much? There's usually something behind that. So why would it make you, what was the thinking behind these brilliant geniuses with all these degrees and all this quote-unquote experience? What was the thinking to tell me, hey, it doesn't make you magnetic? That never even entered my thought process. But apparently that's a primary goal in their lives. The CDC needs to tell you you're not going to be magnetic. You know, just think about something. Being magnetic might not be so bad when you drop that screw down into the floor and you can't find it. You wave your hand underneath and the screw comes right back to your hand. Wouldn't be a bad idea. But I digress for a second. The ridiculousness of this is off the charts. So now they said to me, well, this was the new thing this week. Now they said, okay, time out. Time out. We need boosters. Everybody needs a booster. Joe Biden gets up there, reads the script, because you know he didn't think about it. And said, Joe, go out and tell them, boosters coming out right away. Boosters up. Okay. Joe comes out, boosters up. Guess what? The committee and their quote-unquote advisors met, and they said, well, hold on. Now, Biden already bought millions of doses, millions and millions of doses of this booster for the Pfizer vaccine. So the CDC advisors meet, and the story goes is that the advisors said, yeah, you really don't need, under 65, you really don't need boosters, you know, and we're not really sure the data, things are kind of iffy here, what's going on, not yet, let's take a look at this a little further. So what did the, the chairman and the director of the CDC say? I don't care what the advisory committee says, we're going with the boosters, because Joe Biden said, booster. Now, I'm not saying don't take it or take it. What I'm saying is make your own decision. Use that tiny little thing they gave you when you were born, the brain. Make up your own mind. Listen, this is what made America great because we thought. We were thinkers. We were people who went out and saw a problem and fixed the problem. We didn't create more problems. We said to ourselves, this doesn't work right, so how do we change it? So now, here we are. 
truth, justice, and the American way. Well, that's out the window, because there's no truth. And if you think there's justice, well, let's look back at the BLM riots versus the January 6th. Now, this was even better. The Justice Department, I, I, I'm, I'm all over the place today because there's so much to cover. But January 6th, they, they keep telling us, again, the media mob, the media gang, the coalition of media idiots, they keep yelling, it was an insurrection. It threatened government. It was a takeover. We were moments away from our government being executed and hung and killed and maimed and murdered. Well, kind of like what they did in Afghanistan when the Taliban came in. But the Justice Department actually went to court. No, 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 that was very kind of quiet to stop an outlet from getting the videotapes from inside the Capitol building that day. And you want to, you ask yourself, well, wait a second, the Capitol building, that's the people's house. The people are entitled to be there. The people are entitled with reasonable access. That is America's house. It doesn't belong to the elites in this country. It doesn't belong to government. Government belongs to us. We the people. We, we might as well inscribe that somewhere and then flush it because that's gone down the tubes too. So the Justice Department, Merrick Garland, the guy who got canned for trying to get onto the Supreme Court, He's the guy who said, we are not going to be political. We are going to be independent. And your, your emperor-in-chief, Joe Biden, said the same thing. The Justice Department is independent. Well, of course it isn't. And if you think it is, you're the idiocracy that we're trying to protect ourselves from. So, Justice Department goes to court and tries to stop this outlet from getting those tapes. And guess what? The federal judge says, nah. The Justice Department argued that it would show terrorist organizations and people who wanted to harm our government the secret ways that these people got in. I, I, you know, you read this and you say to yourself, no, come on, nobody actually put that in a paper to a court. Yes, they did. Our DOJ. They put it in the secret entrances into the Capitol building. Oh, come on. That was their benefactor of, let's stop them from seeing what everybody else sees when they tour the building. So what happens? So now, the judge says, no, I don't see that as a reason because there's nothing secret here. It's the people's house. He doesn't buy it. All right. Congratulations for the federal judge. Somebody's still on the bench with an ounce of intelligence. So now, what happens is, they release those tapes. And I started to review some of those tapes. And the narrative that was put out there, uh, they were hunting for people. They were looking for the legislature to kill Mike Pence. They were going to kill the entire government. I saw a bunch of people that, if you showed that video to anyone else and didn't tell them what day it was, they said they had a bunch of crazy tourists, some guys dressed up and, like, uh, you know, he had horns on and uh, like a helmet with horns and fur. He, he looked like, um, oh, God, the, the guy from Star Wars. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, yeah, but where's all the violence? Where's all the, they were supposedly running after and trying to kill people. And a lot of the tapes that I saw so far show people walking even between those little velvet cords, those little stanchions that people are supposed to be within when they go toward the Capitol. 
most of the people who walked through the Capitol stayed within those little stanchions. They weren't running through the building, destroying things, knocking things around. They were walking around. They were, it was like a day in, in Touristville. Yes, listen, I don't condone what they did. Not at all. That's criminal behavior. Criminal behavior, I know if you're a progressive, you don't understand this, but criminal behavior needs to be punished. But it needs to be punished with a proper punishment. Okay? Do you know that there are people still from January 6th who are still in jail? They are in solitary confinement in jail as a result of what happened on January 6th. This is an absolute travesty of justice. When the people from BLM who burned down cities, who beat people to death, who shot cops, they go free. But the people who walked into the Capitol, they're the guys still in jail. Granted, you had some violent, let's just say, uh, people who I wouldn't hang out with. You had them trash into the Capitol. They busted through the lines. Yes, there was violence. I'm not denying that. That's, that's clear. I can think about that. Are they frustrated? Yeah. Well, if we apply the same standard of justice, the BLM people were frustrated because they claim that although the, the ratio is absolutely absurd and you take away the gaslighting and fanning in the flames of the media and the numbers don't support what they were claiming, but you would think that every person has an encounter with a cop gets shot. I can tell you that's total crapola. That doesn't happen. That's a bag of horse manure. But what it is, is that it shows you now the two-tier system we have. So those people were given the reins to burn down cities and no prosecutions. I mean, when I say no prosecutions, I'm saying literally no prosecutions. There were some people who, yes, if they were caught shooting someone, maybe they gave them, you know, 60 days. Maybe they put him in jail for an hour and let him go. But the people from this breach of the Capitol, they're being treated like ISIS. I heard congressmen. I heard senators. I heard Biden talking about these people as if they were ISIS and they were beheading people in the streets. I mean, this is a rational thought process that doesn't even calculate on a scale of stupidity. If you had a billion zeros behind it calculating it as the highest number of stupid people, that wouldn't even calculate. Mark, I got, I've got i got to uh, come in for one second because I heard the one where I believe it was AOC comparing January 6th to the bombing of Pearl Harbor. And yeah, I, I've heard people compare it to 9-11, yeah. 2,997 people were killed, Pearl Harbor. I, I mean, I, you know, the lack of brain power in Congress really concerns me. I mean, you want to talk about AOC, you know, Sandy, okay, she can call herself Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, she used to be known as Sandy Cortez. That was her name, Okay. And they moved to Yorktown Heights. For those of you who don't know what Yorktown Heights is in New York, that's a nice upper-class neighborhood. So, yeah, she grew up in the Bronx. <clears throat> Give me a break. You know, you look at these things. And how about, let's go for, while we're on the subject, Dave, because now you got me going with the squad, the idiot squad. Okay? You have Ilhan Omar, Minneapolis 5th District, two, 2019 she was elected. 
she came from Mogadishu, Somalia, okay, in the giant Somalia lift. We took them out of there, the boat lift. We took them out of there because you know what? It was, a, it was a horrible situation. This ungrateful, moronic, she's, she's, ah, I know what I want to say and I can't say it. It's on the air, but she is one of the most ungrateful Americans. And I, and I really, I don't even think she's an American, quite frankly. She has no right to call herself an American because she is not. She is one of the most ungrateful people on this planet. This is exactly who we are dealing with in this country. This is exactly the people who want to take this country down and kill America because they want to go back there and they want to say, we're better than the Americans. You know, Ilhan Omar said something. I saw an interview with her. She had the gall to say, we don't want every immigrant in this country because we're afraid they'll outshine us. Well, listen, sweetheart, if you're the outshining part, I ain't even worried. I ain't even blink. I thought he said thinking for a nanosecond about you outshining anyone. First of all, your thought process is screwed up. Second of all, your intelligence level is zero. And if you didn't represent a district that all came from Somalia, you wouldn't have a chance of getting a dog catcher's job. So now, Dave, let's talk about Rashida Tlaib from Michigan, okay? She's another one. She's with Hamas. She thinks Hamas is the same as America. She really feels that America is the bad guy. You know, and then we have, oh, let's see. Rashida Tlaib was the one, I believe, who said that she wants Islam to replace and become the dominant religion in America and that the Koran should be the guiding light for America. That should be the highest authority in America. These are the people that we put in charge of America. Can you believe this? <laughs> you know, it's absurd. if they don't like America... Get the hell out. You know, I, I, we, we put here, here's another one, okay? Here's another member of the squad, okay? Ayanna Presley. Not Elvis Presley. Ayanna Presley, okay? She's a bald-headed woman. And I say that because the only excuse I have for what comes out of her mouth is that she was lobotomized, <laughs> okay? She wants Sharia law in this country, these people. This is, I don't think people understand what that is about. Okay? This is ridiculous. She's a defund the police moron. She's another one. Defund the police while they walk around with private security. That makes me angry. And here's the newest idiot. Okay? A BLM enthusiast. Cori Bush. Okay? She's out of Missouri's first district. Right? You people voted her. In Missouri, you voted her in. So welcome to the real world. She's a Black Lives activist. Okay? She wants to... Defund your police while she says, well, I'm now a congresswoman, so I deserve private security. She rolls with private security. Does your family have private security? No. Does your family have police under her world? No. Why? You don't have funding for the police. Gee, there's a shocker in that one, huh? You know, you know yeah. these, these, people, some- these people in the, in the squad, they, they worry me. But the people that voted for him worry me a whole lot more. It is the most incredible thing to understand, and, and I can't for the life of me. You sit here late at night and you ponder. They're idiots. AOC, Omar, Khalid, Presley, Bush. They're morons. They're idiots. But who were the people who voted for them? What were they drinking? What were they smoking? You've you got to understand that you, the people, control this country. 
The 585 people that you put in there to run this place, guess what? When they screw it up, don't tell me that anyone else screwed it up because those people did it. You put them there. So the next time you pull that little lever or you write your name down somewhere in a vote, be intelligent. Use your brain. Don't listen to the advertising. Go research the person. Go back and take a look. Who am I voting for? You know, in Minneapolis now, after their little defund the police thing, murders are up 30%, and that's probably an old number. I'm sure it's a lot higher than that. You know, the, the, the problem is in this country right now is that progressives are well-funded, they are well-organized, and they are destroying the country because that's what they intend to do. You used to hear, you don't hear it anymore because it got a, a little bit of media attention which scared them. Burn it down. We have to burn it down. You know, you, you have things like this that are going on. And I was getting back, I, I earlier mentioned the Carmine's restaurant. So, de Blasio puts in this great thing about you can't go into a restaurant unless you prove that you're vaccinated. You've got to have your papers. So now, six people attempt to get into this restaurant in Manhattan called Carmine's, and there's a maitre d' out front. She's out front, and she says, okay, can you show me your vaccination cards? New York City regulations require, in order to come inside, you have to have your CDC card. They don't have it. So three of them go in who have it, and then the other three who couldn't get in, they said, well, wait a second. My friends are in it. If you don't have your card, I cannot let you in. It's not my rules. It's the city's rules. De Blasio's rules, okay? So now what happens is the three girls come back out, and they're African-American girls, and they're African-American guys, and they start beating the living daylights out of and attacking the Asian maitre d' and another friend of hers who's also an employee there, okay? They start attacking them. They start actually literally throwing punches, pushing the, the lectern out, almost knocking that over dropping some of the equipment onto the floor. They were inevitably arrested. Amazingly enough, I know somebody got arrested in New York. They're probably out by the time they, by the time they were out, the cops weren't even done with the paperwork, I'm betting. Because, of course, the brilliant New York no-bail situation. But now, here's what happens. The next day, BLM shows up to protest the rest of us. Are we kidding? Are we, they're alleging... It was racial epithets. You know, when you have no argument and you feel like a total moron, guess what? Just yell racism. Racism. It's racism. You know, if you can't have an argument that's intelligent, yell racism, because that seems to be the code. That's the code. Just yell about that. That's what's important. So anytime you have an interaction, if you're not getting your way, yell, that person's a racist, and you instantly win. That's the way it's going lately. You know, I just saw, I'll get a little bit, touch on the border. You know, normally a president can pivot away from one disaster and go to something that's positive. Unfortunately, our, our Emperor Biden here has not been able to do that because apparently, looking at the four corners of administration, it's falling apart in every corner. Afghanistan, border crisis. You know, where do you go from there? It's, we saw this week 
something that I that I really I expected but never thought I'd see in this country. The liberal media, the progressive media, and people like Maxine Waters who had become completely irrelevant, now trying to become relevant again, were yelling about Border Patrol agents attempting to stop people who are committing felonies by breaking into this country because our administration doesn't give a rat's butt. Biden has, in essence, said out of one side of his face, we're going to deal with this, the border's closed. And on the other side of his face, he's saying, let everybody in, come on in. You know, I I watched some of the, the Senate and the congressional hearing with Mayorkas. And if you want to see a horse's butt, go take a picture of him. Because that's more of a horse's butt than the horses I saw at the border. This guy was complaining he works 18-hour days. Hey, dude, I don't care if you work 24-hour days. It's what you accomplish in that 18 hours or the 24 hours. Not the fact that you sit around and ponder what's your next lie going to be. There's no more standard of lying to Congress or lying to the Senate. That's a process crime. We only prosecute Republicans for doing that. We don't go after Democrats. You know, there's a striking resemblance here to the, to the movie Idiocracy, where everything became stupid. And I'm seeing that more and more. You're going to sit there and tell me the border's under control. Are you going to believe your lying eyes, or are you going to believe what I'm telling you? Listen, America, wake up. They're lying to you. I told you that at the beginning of the show. They are lying to you. And who are they? That's your government. From the Biden cronies, from the Biden operatives, all the way down to the media. You need to stand up. You need to wake up. You want to talk woke culture? America better wake up. We're losing this country right now. This is the war. It is on. Don't let anybody tell you that the war has not begun. Because they're not using weapons of mass destruction. Doesn't matter. That What happened at the border... They use horses. They use. They, I, I, I don't know specifically what the name of what they use, but there's methods that they use, like for parades and whatnot. They always use these horses to protect the border, to protect people. It's not something where they look at and they say, let's run over the people. These horses are specifically trained to not run over people. What we're missing here at the border is every one of those people who walk across that river, are breaking American laws. They are breaking America's laws. They're not people who we invited in, although I think the Biden administration did invite them in by and large by their inaction. All right? So we have here the border. Boom. What goes on at the border? They try to protect the border. Now, not only will we let them throw them out, They had 15,000 people at the border at one time. 15,000 people. Does anyone understand how many people that is? And that's, yes, the majority of them were Haitians. And big deal. What does that mean? Does that mean that they shouldn't be thrown out of the country because they're illegally into the country? Well, Well, hold on a second. Now, interesting factoid. Most of those people didn't walk from Haiti to get to our southern border geniuses. Guess what? Haiti's nowhere near where they needed to come from. Because guess what? 
the majority of them were tearing up their documents because they've been living in Chile. And how do we know that? Because a bunch of reporters actually did some reporting and went to the other side and saw all these official documents torn up and thrown on the ground from Chile, identifying them. So guess what? They come over, they say, yes, I'm from Haiti. And oh my God, everything's falling apart in Haiti. It's been falling apart for years. But we are not the garbage pail for uh, the world. We can no longer absorb everything that comes out of the world. We can't even afford to take care of our freaking veterans in this country. Okay? When you tell me that there's not one veteran sitting on the side of the street, living underneath an overpass, and he's taken care of, then guess what? Then I'll tell you, you know what? Let's go take care of the rest of the people in the world. But don't tell me for one second, people who gave their lives and their status in this country is garbage. And people who come in over the border, oh, they're the new people. We've got to let them in. We've got to give them everything. Free health care, free housing, free food. Hey, you want a ticket to go upstate? No problem. You want a ticket to go to Delaware? No problem. I don't see any of them in Nancy Pelosi's neighborhood. Did you? Don't think so, folks, because that's the rest of the world's problem, not Nancy's problem. So now, you know, the border. Um, oh, by the way, for those of you who are wondering, uh, Kamala Harris is in the witness protection program. That's why you haven't seen or heard from her about the border. So her name has been changed to protect her identity so that she can't screw up anything else. Um, Biden's pretty much doing his own job. So, you know, I love to have somebody in charge of something who's not to blame. You know, let, let's not, I'll touch briefly on our, our foreign affairs or our fire disasters. You know, we cannot get this country into any more trouble. I mean, think about it for a second. When you piss off France and they withdraw for the first time in history their ambassador from the United States, you know you've got a problem. Okay? Macron is the most quintessential leader of a, of a country in the world. But yet somehow or other, the Biden administration managed to piss him off. And he pulls the ambassador. But that's great. Don't worry about it. Joe's got that under control, too. And that guy from down under who he can't remember his name, the prime minister, yeah, well, he's got that under control, too. You know, when you take your lead, um, I, what I really want to find out, Dave, is who is running the strings of Biden? Who's, who's the puppeteer? I don't, I don't blame Biden anymore for being incompetent. I don't. I, I'm a, at this point... You cannot have this many disasters and not make it intentional. I heard things this morning that are even more disturbing. Um, going back to the, the Trump era, I know it hurts people, but you know what? Since Biden brought it up this morning in his little news conference and said, well, the reason things are all out of control is because I inherited everything. Well, you know what? That only works for a month or two. And at some point, your inheritance becomes yours. And this is part of the problem. People think about it. He inherited. What did he inherit? Fantastic economy, three vaccines, a border under control, Afghanistan being controlled with 2,500 soldiers, no loss of life in 18 months. This moronic administration, with all its incompetent advisors, on a way out, and that was not a pullout of Afghanistan. 
that was not a withdrawal of Afghanistan. That was a disaster. That was a man-made disaster. That was something of an embarrassment. And guess what? What do you think that does to the rest of American foreign policy, whatever policy we had left? You know, I, I heard this and I've said it before, that Biden has been wrong on every single foreign policy for 50 years he was in the government. And guess what? It's going to be 51 years soon. You can't pull out of a country leaving thousands of Americans behind. Oh, and by the way, guess what the statement was put out today? Yeah, Taliban 2.0, Joe. Wake up. Come on. Joe, it's ice cream time. Get them up. You cannot have a government that sleeps through its responsibilities. You cannot have a government that doesn't have a comment on something. The Taliban today that said in their professional and business-like manner that the executions and cutting off of people's limbs will begin. It's necessary for the security. So now the new business-like professional people that we have running Afghanistan are going to be chopping heads off again and also chopping off limbs for the security. So let me, let me ask the Biden administration, is that part of your professionalism? Uh, are, are we going there too? Because uh, we want to be professional as Americans. Is that where you're taking us? You have to look as Americans at what's going on and realize what is going on now. You had 14,000 Haitians at the border. You had a disastrous, it's not even a withdrawal, it's an escape from Afghanistan. There are thousands of people still there. And you know what? Guess what they did? They turned the page. Afghanistan, we're out. Thanks very much. We're done. You have people with IDs from the embassy that worked there for 20 years still there. And guess what the administration's doing about it? Zero. You know, and ask yourself something. Where did those 14,000, 15,000 Haitians go? They sent back 1,500 of them. Where did the rest of them go? You don't hear about that. Why? Because the news, the quote-unquote news media won't tell you. Why? Because they know that they just disperse them throughout the United States like they've done everything else. They disperse it throughout the United States. They're changing your country. When you see Al Sharpton at the border, you know we have a problem. We have a very serious problem. Because you know what? It distracts us away from everything else that he's doing. So, you know, next week I expect to get into the Hunter Biden thing. I was going to touch on that today, but I think that we have a, a little bit more pressing concerns, and that's kind of still a developing story. And they had the special envoy to Haiti drop out. And we're out of time. Oh, we're out of time, folks. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark from New York and Dave Moxley. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.